FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. This is Andrea Kay, Dynamite in a Dress. You're listening to a past blast from the Andrea Kay Show. Welcome to the Andrea Kay Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea Kay. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. It is Friday. We're going to have some fun on tonight's show, but it is not because it's not just a Friday. We are actually going into a long, fantastic holiday weekend. My favorite, favorite, favorite holiday. I can never get enough of Christmas. I'm like a kid every year when it rolls around. I would do Christmas year round if I could. Yeah, I'm one of those people. But if you're feeling like a Scrooge, you stay tuned because we're going to tell you how you can defeat your inner Scrooge with a fabulous guest who's going to be here, Renee Baker, a little bit later in the show. I've got a question for you guys. We're going to get to the hot topics. We are T minus three hours counting down to a partial. And I'm not referring to a, you know, uh, a, a partial haircut or a, a, it, kind of in a sense. It's, it's a haircut. It's, it's going to be a partial shutdown. So basically, we're on a countdown to, to nothing. We're gonna, but we're going to talk about it because it is in the news. We're also going to talk about my man, Gerard Lamero, is going to be back. Fan favorite of the show. He's, he's got a recent blog post out about what conservatives can and what they should be doing in the next year to push back against the liberals and reclaim ground that has been taken. So you definitely want to stay tuned for Gerard. And then we've got Brian Maloney is going to be back with Red Wave America. Going to be talking about some news out of SCOTUS. Are we countdown to RBG throwing down her robe? We're also going to continue the discussion about General Mattis. We talked about him on last night's show. We had John Zmerick from the stream on who had some very serious concerns from a military standpoint, a national security standpoint, as well as he was kind of agreeing a little bit with Mattis on the treatment of allies but I kind of came across an article about Mattis that made me think that, you know, he's a mad dog that might have been a little rabid in some areas. A little bit off his rocker, actually, when it comes to rules of engagement. So I'm going to talk about that with Brian Maloney. So you're welcome to call in and talk about any of those topics. Or, you know, one of the questions that I love to pose to people every time this year that just gives me no end of enjoyment because I'm just this kind of person. Is I would love to know, like, what's the worst Christmas present you've ever received? Me, who loves Christmas, I cannot recall ever getting a present that I didn't like because I just love getting presents. And I've got two right here because my Santa, who has orange-stained fingers from eating Cheez-Its, brought me in a couple of gifts tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So i got to say hi to him. It's DJ Carrot Sticks. Guess what? What? We're saying Merry Christmas again. No, that's not Adam Sandler. That's a dude who was actually trying to sing, right, DJ Carrot Sticks? Yeah, he really thought he was singing good when he recorded that. That's the worst version of Holy Night recorded. <laughs> and that's one song that Facebook isn't going to mind if it gets it gets played within my show tonight. Do you have a worst present story? Well, I run kind of hot, and so the worst gift I ever got was really thick wool socks. Yeah. Okay, had they never met you before? 
it was a relative. It was a relative. Okay. Well, usually when people tell me the worst gift they ever got, it is clothing related. In fact, I don't remember a worse gift for myself because, like I said, as, if, as long as it's wrapped or stuffed in a stocking, I'm thrilled to get it. I mean, I love and I love my stuffing, my stocking to be stuffed with all kinds of stuff from lips. Uh, moisturizer to fruit. I don't care what it is in a stocking, a wad of tissues. I'm happy, right? But my sister still, to this day, can't get over a gift. I'm going to give you all a little hint. Uh, Don't let a a colored blind Marine buy your teenage daughter's clothes for Christmas. Okay. (laughs) He thought it was, he thought he was so clever. He got her this one outfit that had like five different pieces that could be worn and all these that was like interchangeable. It was almost like a Swiss army knife of, of an outfit. Was it cross colors? <laughs> it, oh, it was orange too, to make it worse. It was the ugliest outfit. Like she was going to basically wear the same clothes every day, five days a week because it had different, <laughs> different incarnations. And he was so proud of it. Oh, it was like, heart. you could put like a collar on it or. Oh yeah. It was inter- yeah. It was interchangeable. It was <laughs> this, but the sickest thing is, is my mother let him buy it. She wasn't any better. Sister still hasn't gotten over that one. So anyway, if you've got a um, story of your worst gift, DJ uh, Potato Skins might have a bad gift story. He might want to chime in with a little bit later on the show. But I had to open with a laugh because I was so angry today seeing the insanity that is going on. And, and I'm not even talking about the insanity of the Republicans and the Democrats in Congress today. I'm talking about the insanity on the part of the American people. That no matter what information is given to them about the truth of government shutdowns, the fact that it is a partial shutdown, the fact that every federal employee will get paid, the fact that every federal employee going into this holiday has already been paid up to date. So they are not sitting here with no money to buy Christmas presents. This, the, there are, it's nothing but lies. And no matter how many people I explain this to. Today on Twitter, my mother worked at Justice. She worked at Interior. She worked at Labor. She worked at Veterans Affairs. And that was after she left being a Marine, working at the Department of Defense. Same thing for my dad. Uh, Let's see. Between growing up with the daughter of a military as well as a civil servant who worked for the federal government, we made it through shutdowns with Carter, Reagan, Clinton. And let me tell you, we never missed a meal. We never, we never had a birthday gift or, or Christmas gift that wasn't purchased. We never went without a dime. My mother and father n- never went without getting the paycheck. And they still don't because somebody else came back to me today and said, well, they used to work for the federal government, used to be in the military. Well, guess what? That's where their pensions come from. That's where their retirement pay comes from. And you know what? They, well, my dad's passed away now, but m- mama's still collecting. This is the hysteria that continues to be perpetrated out there is a huge part of the problem. But, oh, by the way, if you are so hysterical over a partial shutdown, over Cabrillo Monument, Cabrillo Monument in Point Loma, you're not going to be able to go down in in the bad weather we're going to have this weekend and look through the, you know, the telescopes out, you know, across the water at Coronado. If you're that hysterical over it, then get on the phone right now and call your Democrat senators and tell them to vote for the five billion dollars. Because maybe you don't, maybe in addition to you not bothering to do research to understand what happens with a, with a shutdown, which isn't even really a shutdown, and people do get paid, maybe you're too lazy to bother to Google and figure out that we are spending upwards of close to $2 billion a year on illegals. $5 billion for a wall is nothing, particularly since we have a $4 trillion a year budget. This ain't about the money. The Democrats don't want the wall because it works. 
That's why they want to spend $200 billion a year to keep the borders open. Because that's what they're paying for the votes. That's how you need to look at it. The Democrats want to spend $200 billion billion a year to import more Democrat voters. And those voters, by the way, the reason why it costs that much is because those voters that they're bringing in here can't support themselves. And right now, when we're looking at Venezuela going under, you you need to also Google socialism and Marxism and realize what's coming down the road with this and why this is absolutely critical that we seal our border. Later on the show, we've got Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week. And uh, nominee for Hero of the Week is I'm going to play a clip for you from Wolf Blitzer because I think this was Stephen Miller. And, it, you know, it, what he said to Wolf Blitzer should have been said by every Republican today and yesterday. The Are you talking to Democrats right now to come up with a compromise well, what before I, what, midnight tomorrow night? The Democrats, all they need to do is support border security and the government will be funded. But that, that, that the barrier that we're support, talking about uh, Stephen, is what the, the border patrol The Democrats wants. support border security. They don't support $5 billion for could you, a wall. Could, could you identify, Wolf, for me, some of the kinds of border security you're saying the Democrats the Democrats all support? say they support border security. But like what? Where they, they, don't, well, where they all disagree respect, with you They voted against Kate's law. They voted against ending sanctuary cities. They voted against deporting MS-13 gang members. They voted against deporting violent criminals. They voted time and time again against a physical border wall to stop illegal entry. I mean, wh- where is the evidence that you keep asserting they're for border security? They haven't been. They oppose closing loopholes for asylum that, that right. flood our system Stephen, with meritless claims. I, I, I want to move on they to another sensitive issue. Catch release. Yeah, I just bet you do want to move on, Wolf Blitzer. Because you just got destroyed on national TV. And, and he also destroyed the Democrats in those comments. And there were shame on the Republicans and the Republican Party that did not vote today to exercise the nuclear option, to do the will of the people and secure our nation. And that was Jeff Flake, Lamar Alexander, and Orrin Hatch. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to pick up this conversation on the other side. We've got Gerard Lamero is going to be here. He, you know, he loves to bring the good news, and he is still optimistic about what conservatives can do to win ground back from the crazy leftists that want to give our nation away so that they can turn it into their socialist utopia. Stay tuned. We're Andrea K. Show coming up. Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. This is Andrea K, Dynamite and Address. You're listening to a past blast from the Andrea K Show. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. Most solar companies try to sell you a leased solar system. The owner of your system, the solar company, keeps your 30% federal tax credit, and they don't pass the refund back to you. In fact, their prices remain just as high. 
My name is Jesse Keegan, owner of Keegan Electric Solar. Most lease systems are too small, so you're still paying the power company and your lease every month. When you own it, you get to use a 30% tax credit. Keegan Electric Solar is a veteran-owned company with an A-plus rating with the BBB. When you call Keegan Electric Solar at 619-742-8376, you deal with me directly. From start to finish, a licensed electrical contractor. Don't allow these large solar companies to keep your tax break. I'm offering a $2,000 off electrical panel upgrade or a $2,000 credit towards the purchase of your system. Visit KeeganElectricSolar.com or call 619-742-8376 to talk with me today. She had been needing more and more support in her home as the years went by. Lana needed a place for mom. We were working with nurses and social workers, and they recommended that we make this choice. I had a friend that was looking for a place for her mother. She had recommended Sun Garden Terrace. Lana visited Sun Garden Terrace, a charming assisted living and memory care community located in beautiful Lemon Grove. I think it was the friendliness and the people, but I also think it was the place itself. It's very comfortable to come in, and I look forward to just spending good times with her here. I think it's a really reasonable price. Most places are more expensive. And I like that there's little private places to just kind of relax and spend time together. It feels like home. And the food? My mom loves the food. Sun Garden Terrace, because there's such a lot of living to do. Schedule a private tour and delicious lunch. Click sungardenterrace.com or call 619-464-CARE. That's 619-464-CARE. Imagine doing one thing that gives you an entirely different perspective about your place in the world. Think it would be worth it? Dennis Prager here inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour, a tour through the land of Israel in December 2019. Come with me to get first-hand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. Walk the ancient temple steps, sail on the Sea of Galilee, and so many more unforgettable moments. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your opportunity with expert guides and important lectures at key sites. We'll be together in the comfort and safety of luxurious accommodations the whole time. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. An extraordinary adventure to Israel can be yours. Join the Stand with Israel tour with Dennis Prager and Mike Gallagher happening December 2nd through the 11th, 2019. Learn more today at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. That's TheAnswerSanDiego.com. FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. This is Andrea K. Dynamite in a Dress. You're listening to a past blast from The Andrea K. Show. FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. Andrea K. bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. I am particularly excited and honored to have my next guest here You guys know how much time I've been spending recently about the um, cultural issues that we've been going on, had going on in America, and that it truly comes down to a battle between good and evil. And I think that President Trump was actually picked by God for this time at our country, as imperfect as he is. And so what an honor it is for me to have tonight uh, Paula White, who is uh, our president's personal minister and spiritual advisor. And, of course, you guys all already know who she is. She's got a well-known. She's got a TV show. uh, She's written many books, and she's actually got a new book out right now called Dare to Dream, Understand God's Design for Your Your Life. And I'm excited to have her here to talk about this battle of good and evil, but also to help maybe bring some hope back to people right now who, who are concerned about what's going on in the country and the battle that we face. Paula White, welcome to The Andrea K. Show. 
It's so great to be with you, Andrea. I hope you're doing fantastic, and a big hello to all your listeners. And San Diego, I bet, has beautiful weather right now. Well, we do. It's been actually a little low 60s and drizzly, Paula, but I'm told by my peeps back in the Midwest that I'm not allowed to complain about it, that until it gets to about 28 degrees and gray and slushy, I need to keep my mouth shut. (laughs) I think that might sound right. (laughs) I Um, hear you. First things first, um, you know, President Trump, You are well-known and well-respected. Everybody knows who Paula White is. But how does Paula White get to be the spiritual advisor to the President of the United States, especially to one that people don't consider to be spiritual? You know, Andrea, 18 years ago, I was in my office, and my then-executive assistant, Stacy, said, Pastor Paula, you have a a phone call. Mr. Trump's on the line. And I said, oh, sure, sure. You know, and they said, no, for real, Mr. Trump's on the line. And we went back and forth for it must have been a good five minutes or so just playing around and joking. And they said, Pastor Paul, it's for real. <laughs> Mr. Trump's on the line. And I'm thinking, okay, you guys have me on this one. If you had the apprentice, you know, I would have said you're fired. And so I get on the line and, and he said, you're fantastic. And I thought, whoa. And I immediately, of course, could recognize the voice. And mm-hmm. he said, you're fantastic. He said, well, excuse you me for interrupting. Had, did you have Paula White today? Was that on TV at the time? How did he know you? It, it had just started coming on. Okay. And I'll kind of get to that straight because he started, he was watching me on Christian television. Oh. And he said, you're fantastic. He said, you have the it factor. And I said, well, sir, we call that the anointing. And he said, he goes, you know, I've been watching you on television. And he was watching a few others. And he said, it's really ministered to me. And he verbatim repeated back to me, almost verbatim, three of my sermons on value of vision. I was extremely impressed. I thought, man, wow. he listens better than most of my congregation. <laughs> and so one thing led to another, I know, and he began to open up and tell me how he was confirmed Presbyterian about his um, faith growing up and how his mother was a very strong Christian and strong woman of prayer and kind of the lineage and legacy and how his father would take him to uh, Billy uh, Graham Crusades and Dr. David Jeremiah he loved going to and just on and on and grew up in Norman Vincent Pills Church and, and he could repeat to me verbatim about wow. many of the, the sermons and how impactful they were. And I would come to find out that it wasn't just my program, but he'd been watching Christian television for years. I mean, loves Southern gospel music and I mean, his 60th birthday, I'm like, what do I get him? What do I get him? <laughs> and so I actually, he loved Dr. Billy Graham. I, I got Dr. Graham to sign a Bible for him and filled his playing with, uh, yeah, Bill Gates or Southern Gospel Music. And so he was he was quite happy about it. But that's uh, how it started. And he said, are you ever up in New York? And I said, well, I actually am. I was doing a Bible study for New York Yankees at the time. And he said, I'd love to meet you and, and get to know you, et cetera. So I went up and next time I was in New York and went over to Trump Towers and got to know him and many of his family and staff and one thing led to another and I got very close obviously with all the family, the kids from Ivanka and Eric, Don Jr. and and then of course now Laura and Jared and I mean everyone of course and several of the staff, I mean Rona and Meredith and Keith and and just different people and so I started hosting um, Bible studies, and he'd always kind of call me in to pray, and wow. and he really, really, really was uh, hungry for God. And so, what's so different for most people, Andrea? I mean, I remember we were at the White House. We pray. I'm always praying over him. I mean, we're just it's it's very normal to uh, walk in and go in the Oval Office and lay hands on him and pray or wow. have time of worship. And but one time, some a picture went viral. I think when he first went in, or we were praying and had several people there praying over him, and they were like what's going on? Wait, oh, the picture with all the hands up over him? 
Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. You yeah. know, and I, I thought, you're kidding me. Because for me, of course, I recognize I have the, you know, benefit of an 18-year relationship within his family and, and knowing the history and understanding the man behind maybe the persona mm-hmm. and how dear faith is to him and what it means when you reference good and evil. And when he talks about good, he understands that to him is God. And when he talks about evil, he understands that as uh, demonic and satanic. and. Good. Oh, excuse me for interrupting. I was just going to say, does I, I wonder, gosh, I sure wish I could have been a, a fly on the wall in, in, in your uh, the 17 years that you had these meetings with him and get to see him in that, because that's just not really, we understand that he's a different man behind closed doors and with people like yourself. We hear that from so many people than what we get to see. And just, right. I'm so envious of you to have that opportunity with him. And I have to ask whether or not, we know that we see him as, I think it might've been the biblical character, Elijah, that we see him as, as an Elijah, but does he believe does he feel as though he was chosen by God for this time to help to help restore America and its judeo-christian values on which it was was founded because he has talked about the need to protect religious freedoms does he see that or or, or is he just you know a hard-working businessman who just is trying to help the country yeah, he understands I, I'm going to say he he has never directly out of his mouth that I'm aware of at least and I think I would be aware said um, you know, God chose me. However, with that said, he understands that he has not put himself there here, that this is um, much of God. And what he has done, it's not much of God. He knows that it's God. And I say to him quite often, I'll say, I say this, um, sir, you know, you wear a mantle um, that you don't even fully understand that God has chosen you and raised you up for this. And he acknowledges that he doesn't ever deny that. Um, he doesn't say that to him. He won't, he, he's very humble about his faith. I know for a man that's boastful about so many things, you, it's hard for people to even conceive the word humble in the same sentence, mm-hmm. but it's something that is extremely, um, private and extremely powerful and extremely real and authentic to him. And you'll hear it when he says we worship God, not government. That's his saying. That wasn't anyone else's when he talks about it. You'll see him go off script all the time when it comes to his faith. And and it's something that is extremely meaningful to him. And when in 2011, Andrea, he called me up and he said, Paula, I'm thinking about running uh, for president. He said, would you put some pastors around me and and bring some people. And I just want to pray. He goes, I really need to hear from God. He had to make a big decision yeah. with um, his businesses and companies, et cetera. And I said, absolutely. So we had about a little under 30 people come up and um, pray over him, pray with him for six hours. Wow. I'm not talking like six minutes, 60 minutes. I know pastors that don't pray for 60 minutes and for six hours. And he wow. was in there predominantly the entire time. And next day I, uh, he called me up, he said, went down to the office and he said, what do you feel God is saying? And I said, you know, I, I really believe God has chosen you. And I said, I don't think it's the time. He said, I don't either. He said, Paula, keep praying and keep activating prayer. And again, that was nothing unusual. So this is whether it was, you know, prayer for, um, you know, him personally or mm-hmm. for his family or his children or, or something with his business or peace or, you know, that, that was very common. I mean, it, it wasn't unusual to to spend um, extended times in prayer. Or, or I have a, had a church up in New York for several years, and and so whenever I was there, which was quite often, he would say, "Paul, come over to the office," and I'd sit in that office, and like you talking about being a fly on the wall. I'd think, mm-hmm. "Well, they're going to kick me out," <laughs> and he wouldn't. He would uh, leave me in and 
for hours, and I think, man, wow. this is me out of this meeting. And I got to really understand how he processes and how he thinks, and it really was a God assignment. And I do recognize that I've had that privilege of not only standing with him uh, for 18 years, long before, because, and I, I say this never to minimize his walk, mm-hmm. because this was something God spoke to me. Mm-hmm. I recognize the, um, I say the legacy, the lineage of his heritage of faith, the importance of faith in his life, mm-hmm. the importance of how he thinks, very kingdom-minded. But on my part, there were many people that came into my life those years, and, but with him, it was very specific. Um, I felt God spoke to me, obviously not in an audible voice, but that impression of the Holy Spirit and said, show him who I am. Right. And so I, I did. And Andrea, that's uh, little did I know that one day he would be president of the United States. Um, well, but, I think but God certainly did. Yeah. Well, you know, I there's I was saying to my producer, you know, at the at the open of the show, there's a lot of people right now that are discouraged at the state of America and the moral decay and, and the progress that the left has made. I mean, girls can call themselves boys now and, all you know, all this kind yeah. of crazy stuff that's going on. But President Trump did provide a renewed sense of hope for the country, in part because even if they didn't really understand the depth of his walk, they believed that he was a man who did have faith. And I think you actually lended a lot of credibility to that. And I think we people have more hope that there is a chance for us to, to get back on track as a country and win this battle of good versus evil. And so my, my question for you as it leads into your telling us and wrapping up with your book is, because I think your book will answer this question, how can people have that renewed hope, not just because of mm-hmm. President Trump, in office, but because of God, how can you help Americans have more hope uh, going forward? Yeah, great question, Andrea. And I just say that God only needs a remnant, and I believe there's a remnant in America. We have to look back as a, a tiny baby nation, just a few hundred years old, if we begin to really think in the big picture of stuff and how America, the foundation, which is so important, our legacy and who we are was for, was formed by our forefathers that came over and put those white crosses on Plymouth and dedicated this land that the, the gospel would be taken around the world and we, we must remind ourselves a day is as a thousand to the Lord. And what might seem like a hundred years to us was, is God never forgets everything we've done. And though the last, I agree, the last decades we've seen tremendous moral decline and tremendous uh, issues and problems face us in society, I believe there is a great awakening. I believe there's a revival and I believe there's a remnant that stands for righteous that is standing up and saying, but God. And we see that in the fact that God said, no, you know, he. I believe. I, I believe with all my heart. God put President Trump in, and if you look at two Supreme Court justices that are, mm-hmm. you know, the, the conservatives. What we're ha- what's happening in the ninth and the eleventh courts? What's happening for, like you said, religious liberties and freedoms? What's happening with a prison reform and so many different things that we're working on and the economy and and really alleviating poverty. I wrote an EO on the three the, the EO you never heard about and how over three million people immediately almost came off of welfare and food stamps. And I looked at it and when mm-hmm. he signed his executive order, it was nine biblical tenets. It was just the principle straight out of the word of God. Wow. And and when we turn back to God, when we humble ourselves and when we cry out to him and we we say, God, it, it was like, you know, if you read, of course, Old Testament, Israel would backslide. And then they'd say, oh, we remember, let us let us turn back, you know. And mm-hmm. I think God's saying and there's there's that remnant in America that says we remember God. And God's just saying, repent, and that repent means not, I'm sorry I got caught, but I changed my mind, I changed my direction, and God 
have mercy on America. And I believe we're seeing it. I do believe there's a great outpouring. And yes, the squeaky wheel gets uh, oiled as far as it's the loudest sometimes. You know, it's we recognize it. I, I look at it like this, Andrew, and I'll conclude with you. But uh, I thought politics at this level was for the big guy. I thought, man, I'm just little down here. I do it on a local level. I you know, can affect my city and my county or et cetera and go vote, and that makes a difference. And I realized something. You know what politics is? It's much like ministry in distance. Whoever has the ability to organize and activate has the ability to dictate. Wow. And mm-hmm. so when we organize our voices as one and we unify and we activate as believers and we come together as believers, then we have the ability to truly take back our nation for the glory of God. And I think I just thought, man, this is, how did we get here? Well, we got here by not doing anything. Right. We got here by just, you know, allowing Satan to, to sow those tears while we were asleep. And I think there's been a great wake up to say, oh, hold up. You know, mm-hmm. not only do we repent, but God, we want to take back our generations and we want to take back our nation. And like you said, my granddaughter, we just celebrated, came back from a Christmas program. Thank you for letting me do this at this time. And uh, she's two years old and I don't want her going to school and being confused and go, right. do I go in a boy's bathroom or a girl's bathroom? Right. I mean, it, that's, that's not how I want my granddaughter raised. Yeah. Or my, you know, to say I'm a girl, but I identify as a boy and you, that's okay. No, it's not okay. There are a lot of things that are not okay. And and we need to really, really look at where we are as a nation, right. who we are as a people, and remember why we were blessed in the first place. Well, and, Paula White, I, I wish I could keep you longer because oh, I know. you were just so I amazing and such an inspiration. Well, you know, you are just hitting all the important points, you know, and connecting the dots between our country and God and the spiritual reawakening that's happening here. And I can't wait to read your book. It's Dare to Dream, Understand God's Design for Your Life, because we can have peace and we can have hope and we can we can be in God's will and have that design for our life as well as the country. And Paula White, I, Pastor Paula White, I thank you so much for being here and God bless you. It's an honor. Be blessed, Andrea. Thank you. All right, now stay tuned because uh, we're gonna we're gonna pick it up on the other side of the break with some breaking news that's happened with General Flynn and the Mueller investigation. Stay tuned. We're Andrea K. Show coming up. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K. Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea K. Spelled K A Y E. This is Andrea K. Dynamite and address. You're listening to a past blast from the Andrea K. Show. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hadley of the Hadley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. The goal of your small business is to make money. So why do you give so much of it to the IRS? The small business tax specialists at AV Areas offer proven, proactive, performance-driven strategies so you keep more of your hard-earned money and give less to the IRS. Call Al Arias at AV Arias Company, your small business tax specialists. 619-296-2123. 619-296-2123. Online at avariasco.com. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. 
Hi, this is Andrea Kay. On behalf of Move America Forward, this Christmas, we've teamed up to send care packages to our military serving overseas who miss their loved ones, some of whom will receive no care packs at all unless we send them today. I had a young soldier, a couple of deployments while I was in Iraq. His family just couldn't send him something. My wife would call up places like Move America Forward and send care packages on their behalf because... They didn't have that family member who could afford it or knew how to send it. Won't you call in? Won't you help out or give online? Care packs are ready to go to our armed forces overseas. Call in, dictate a greeting, and the number of care packs you would like to send. Your gift of $100 sends four care packs to a serviceman or woman who won't be with their family this Christmas. And each $100 donation will send you a $20 gift card to Richard Walker's Pancake House. Go to the phone right now and help out. 855, the number 7, and the word TROOPS. 855-787-6677. That's 855, the number 7, and the word troops. Or you can give online at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Call 855, the number 7, troops. So receiving a care package, receiving a letter from home or even from uh, another state stating that they miss us and they love us and they can't wait for us to be home with our families is so impactful. It's such a humbling experience and it also lets us know that we're not just over there. That's 855, the number 7, and the word troops. Or give online at theanswersandiego.com. Call 8557-TROOPS, 8557-TROOPS. That's 855-787-6677. While supplies last, each $100 donation earns a $20 gift certificate from Richard Walker's Pancake House with two locations, La Jolla and downtown San Diego. Call 8557-TROOPS or give online at theanswersandiego.com. This country is in trouble. 51% of voting-age young Americans surveyed prefer to live in either a socialist or a communist society. If this trend continues, within the next decade, America could be a socialist country. In California, we're already seeing the effects. With religious freedom being undermined, heavy regulations crippling small business owners, and chasing corporations out of the state along with jobs. But we can reverse this. The key is being informed, then educating friends and family with rational arguments and facts. There is one newspaper that will equip you to do this, The Epic Time, and I, Larry Elder, highly recommend it to you. For instance, in a recent edition, they investigated how the Clinton Foundation sold out this country to the highest bidder. They compiled all the evidence into one infographic. You can get The Epic Times delivered to your doorstep and email for just $1 for the first month by logging on to TrustedNewspaper.com. Just $1 for the first month at TrustedNewspaper.com. Try it. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. This is Andrea Kay, Dynamite in a Dress. You're listening to a past blast from The Andrea Kay Show. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Andrea Kay, telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. It's interesting that President Obama was complaining over the weekend that the Republicans use the courts. Uh, to try to legislate what they couldn't get through in Congress. Because hasn't that been the tactic? And, and there's been a variety of different ways that we've seen the left try to use the courts to try to trample the rights of Christians and others. And thank goodness there's groups like Alliance Defending Freedoms to do, to do just that. And they've actually, I can't remember the name of the young lady who was on from Alliance Defending Freedom once before, but it involved the case of pro-life groups here, I believe, in California, not being forced to advertise for abortion in their clinics. Joining me now from Alliance Defending Freedom is Jeffrey Tedesco, uh, Jeremy Tedesco. Hi, Jeremy. Welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Hey, Andrea. Thanks for having me on. Hi. Was it you guys that uh, successfully defended at the Supreme Court the pro-life centers here in California? 
That's right. The case was Mifflin versus Becerra. We won a 5-4 decision at the Supreme Court in June of this year saying that the state couldn't force the pro-life pregnancy centers to promote abortion to the people that walk through their doors. The very message our clients wanted to say was a message of life, mm-hmm. and the state wanted to, our clients to tell them where they could go get an abortion. So exactly. great victory protects everybody, protects all Americans from coerced government speech. Yeah, and this type of attack has, hap- has been happening from a variety of different places. Most people know well uh, the Masterpiece Cake Shop in Colorado with Jack Phillips. You guys helped him successfully. In fact, you guys have, what, seven out of nine wins at the Supreme Court. And because you guys have been successful in protecting the constitutional rights that are afforded all Americans, this person, some uh, some woman out of New York City, some organization, actually, Citizens for Transparency, they call themselves, put a billboard up in Times Square uh, with the words, no gays allowed, promoting the website, nogays.org. And it was a smear, a smear campaign against you guys, which also ties in using the same claims from the Southern, Southern Poverty Law Center against you guys. This is just despicable. Yeah, well, success, you know, breeds contempt, and, and, and our opponents definitely do not like us. Um, and like you said, we won, actually won nine cases since 2011 okay. at the U.S. Supreme Court. And so, um, yeah, I'm, you know, we're, we're incredibly successful, good at what we do. Um, you know, God has blessed us to have many victories at the Supreme Court. But, you know, that, it's not just that work. I mean, we have an incredibly broad scope to our work. We, we don't just practice at the Supreme Court. We've got over 40, 400 victories on college campuses, protecting free speech rights of students of, of all beliefs and backgrounds and opinions. We've got um, many cases in the court system where we defend against government discrimination, against houses of worship. Um, we protect, as you were talking about, pro-life issues. We protect um, women and, and children and, and government um, regulations that would either prematurely end life um, before people even have a chance for life, the lives of the unborn, and prematurely end the lives of people at the end, latter stages of life through euthanasia laws. Mm-hmm. And so we've got a very broad practice. We, um, we work on a lot of different varied issues. And you're right. We defend the rights of all Americans. Our victories are, are victories that protect the right of everyone to live in a way that's consistent with their core convictions without fear of government punishment. And that's really what, the, what America was founded on. Liberty and freedom for all. And it's really disturbing to me, Jeremy, to see so many Americans advocating for the jackboot of tyranny to decide. Like we had Ted Lieu, I think it was last week, this Democrat says, oh, I really wish that I could control the content of speech if it wasn't for that pesky constitution. Well, they actually are trying to control speech. They're just trying to do it through different means, whether it's going against a cake shop to try to force Christian bakeries and and actually uh, not just bake shops, but now there was a paper company, I think last week, a woman was told she was was now being faced with a lawsuit trying to force her to to print invitations for gay weddings or whether it's pro-life, you know, uh, pregnancy centers, you know, the left is trying to trample our rights. And so many Democrats don't seem to understand that they, they seem to think that they're going to be spared of it. They love the idea of thinking that conservatives or Christians or Jews are going to have our rights trampled and then they're never going to be subject to that kind of tyranny. What they need to understand is that groups like yours protect everybody. And if they, and they need to stop getting on board with this notion that it's good to have uh, people being silenced and having their businesses corrol- controlled, correct? Well, you're right. And, you know, here's the thing is, if we want freedom for ourselves, we need to be able to extend, we must extend that freedom to people we disagree with, perhaps even, and, and most especially against those we most vehemently oppose, most, you know, particularly disagree with. Um, because if we're not willing to extend that freedom to them, we're not going to have it ourselves. I mean, this is the thing. These things boomerang back on you. So if you're, if, if people applaud 
you know, um, the victories against, uh, you know, Christian creative professionals who don't want to create art promoting same-sex wedding ceremonies. You can't limit a ruling that says they can be coerced in that way to just that context. Mm-hmm. The government has that power to coerce and force people to speak messages, to promote ideas that violate their core convictions. They have a, that power over all of us on every issue. Mm-hmm. And it just matters what cultural moment, who's in political power right. um, under their theory. And, and the reality is the First Amendment applies regardless of who's got political power, regardless of where the cultural winds are blowing. Mm-hmm. Um, the First Amendment has always been understood to protect minority viewpoints, to protect the broadest possible speech and, and free exercise of religion as possible. Um, and that's what's made us such a great country, such a free country. And uh, yeah, we stand at a point in our history um, where we could possibly lose that if we continue to go down the path of groups like you mentioned, the Southern Poverty Law Center and others, who, who simply seek to and, and exist to destroy organizations that disagree with their far-left views. Yeah, it's interesting because we can't get the U.S. government to declare the Muslim Brotherhood a terrorist organization, even though they have stated that they want to replace the Constitution with the Koran. But in the southern, and I'm, and I'm not aware that the Southern Poverty Law Center has declared them a terrorist organization, but they're going to they're going to declare uh, ADF as as a hate group. You may have to you may have to ha- take on Mattel as a client down the road because right now there's a same sex couple that's trying to set up a meeting with Mattel to try to force them to have a wedding set that has two Kens in it. So that's interesting. Uh, I don't know if you've heard that case right now. There's, they uh, have set in motion a campaign to get the manufacturer Mattel to add same sex couples to their wedding sets. So there there is no there is no end to the push to try to. Uh, of who they won't target in order to push their agenda. You're right. And the Southern Poverty Law Center, you know, they, they don't put leftist groups on their, on their, on their hate list. They, they, they are avowedly, they, they candidly admit that they only target the right. And so they are a far left, um, you know, hyper-partisan organization that attacks people who disagrees with their far left views on a whole host of social issues. Um, and, the, and the thing that's dangerous about the Southern Poverty Law Center, I mean, it's one thing to have an opinion like that and say it as much as you want. This is America. You should have the freedom to say what you want, even if it's wrong. The problem is they hold an incredible amount of sway and influence over media corporations, over corporate America and the non-media sectors as well. And, and people tend to, to, to act on their designation. So the, the Southern Poverty Law Center says there's no difference between Family Research Council, my law firm, Alliance Defending Freedom, and a whole host of other con- conservative mainstream think tanks and legal groups. There's no difference between them and the Ku Klux Klan. They've got over 100 Ku Klux Klan uh, groups on their hate list, and they put us right next to them and say there is no difference between them. That's what's preposterous about what they do and how they operate. Um, There's obviously a distinction. I mean, we're talking about groups like ADF, my organization, my law firm. We represent and believe things that millions of Americans believe about marriage, about sex being binary and biologically determined. These are, these are things that many normal, just everyday people believe, and they want to be able to live their lives in a way that's consistent with those beliefs. And Southern Poverty Law Center says we deserve, and therefore those people who believe those things, deserve to be ostracized, marginalized mm-hmm. in our society. Mm-hmm. And that's something none of us should stand for. Well, they are hating traditional Americans in the name of tolerance, and, and, uh, which is intolerance in the name of tolerance. And you guys have a website, uh, IamADF.org, which really shows who your clients are and what you're really all about. And we encourage everybody to go there and make sure you understand about this organization. And we thank you so much for the work that you're doing on behalf of freedom, on behalf of, tr- of America, 
and all Americans, because it's like you just said so well, as soon as the government is allowed to take rights away from one group, that, that means that we're all subject to having those rights taken away from us. And if you're a Democrat or a liberal listening to me right now, don't fall for the notion of thinking that only conservatives or only speech or only people that you dislike are going to be the ones subject to this kind of tyranny and control from the government because, you know, it's a slippery slope that you're going to look at Venezuela. Look at Venezuela. Look at look at every other socialist country and the controls and what have happened to all the citizens there. Uh, Jeremy, thank you so much for being here, and God bless you guys and the work that you're doing. Thanks. I appreciate you having us on. All right. Now, uh, we're going to take a little break, aren't we, DJ Carrot Sticks? We come back. we got more to talk about on tonight's Andrea K. Show. Stay tuned. Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K., spelled K-A-Y-E. This is Andrea K., dynamite in a dress. You're listening to a past blast from the Andrea K. Show. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. This report is sponsored by the Word on Wealth Financial Network. Here's the Word on Wealth, a retirement update from five-star wealth manager, certified financial planner, Marty Schneider, the retirement professor. Greetings, friends, and welcome to this edition of the Word on Wealth. Marty Schneider here. That traditional three-legged retirement stool that we've talked about for years, that's pension plans, your personal savings, and Social Security benefits. Well, that particular retirement stool, just a little bit wobbly right now. The personal savings, however, often ends up being the weak link for people in so this is where it really becomes important for you to understand your projected Social Security benefits, your retirement income, and the amount that you need to save to get the job done for you and your family. So if you need help with that, I invite you. Come on in and see me. I do meet with everybody personally, and I offer an absolutely free retirement planning consultation. All you have to do is call the office and schedule your visit, 800-727-PLAN. That is my office number here, 800-727-7526. You can also go to my website, theretirementprofessor.com. Can you guys believe it? It's December, and we're getting closer and closer to a new year. Andrea Kay here, and if you're anything like me, you know it's better to give than to receive. Well, Charlie and the team at Liberty Tobacco, they feel the same way. That's why they have some incredible savings happening at both stores throughout the month of December that will allow you to give more to that special someone. I was just in the Del Mar store picking up a few sticks for a friend here at the station, and the humidor was full of some of the best cigars in the world, from Davidoff, Opus X, and Padron, just to name a few. Good thing I was able to get some recommendations that made it even easier to give the perfect gift. Now remember, Liberty Tobacco has been around since 1975, and they have two convenient locations. They're at 7341 Claremont Mesa Boulevard next to Ethan Allen Furniture and in the Flower Hill Mall right off the 5 at Via Della Valle in Del Mar. So stop by and pick up a couple of sticks for everyone on your nice list. Or you can visit them online at libertytobacco.com. 
Everybody's doing it, and everybody's making money at it, except you. You're losing holiday business to your online competitors, and you don't know how to get in the game. Talk to us at Salem Surround, digital marketing experts who offer a free analysis of your digital marketing effectiveness, even if you have none, and suggest methods that could dramatically increase your sales coming out of this season. We can design and implement all of your online marketing under one roof, give you monthly reports on results, and instantly move your dollars to the most effective areas of your online advertising and sales. Social marketing, geofencing, web search enhancement, event targeting, and more. Now, there are no limitations on where you can reach customers with Salem Surround, increasing sales dramatically. Learn more by logging on to surroundsandiego.com. That's surroundsandiego.com. Connecting you with new customers. FM 96.1. AM 1170. The answer. This is Andrea K. Dynamite in a dress. You're listening to a past blast from the Andrea K. Show. FM 96.1. AM 1170. The answer. AK, Dynamite in a dress, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K. Show on the answer San Diego. Welcome back to the Andrew K. Show. You know what? I've also never been called a good singer. I've always wanted to be a singer. I mean, it's just that's that's my dream. You know, in my head though, when I'm singing, I think I sound really good. But when, but when I actually try to sing for people, they're like, no. Not really, not so much. Um, but I love, love, love music, and I love Christmas carols, and I'm super excited to have joining me now Renee Baker. She's a professional. She's a pro at it. Singer, actor, speaker. She even uh, helps coach people for acting auditions. And she's the founder and director of I Smile in New York, and they are a production company. They are uh, uh, carolers. They go by the name like Yaltide Carolers and Courier and Ives Carolers. And I actually went to a party last night and saw some carolers coming down the street, and it just made me so happy and she actually has written a book called defeating scrooge how to harness the power of christmas carols to revive your spirit any time of the year you don't even have to wait until christmas so i'm super excited to have her with me now hi renee welcome to the andrea k show hi andrea thanks for having me on it's a pleasure okay so um what gave you the idea to write a book about christmas carols inspiring you and defeating scrooge all year long uh, well, I'll tell you, you know, I, I've been the founder and director of this company, Broadway Holiday Carolers, for this is our 22nd year now. Oh, wow. and, and my carolers call me Mrs. Christmas and Carol Boss, and they think I've got the corner on the market of Christmas spirit, and maybe I do. But one year it was missing, and it was just so painful. And I, oh. at, at the end of the season, I was sweeping up the needles to my pine tree that, that I'd just taken out to the, uh, to the curb, and I just had to ask myself what happened, and I traced my steps back and figured out what's happened. But then I had to say, what can I do to proactively get it back and never have to do without my holiday spirit again during December because it was just really painful. Mm-hmm. And so real quickly, my answer to that was to put myself on a journey through the carols. I gave myself a goal to study a carol a week hmm. starting in January. Uh, for a year. And uh, I tell you, right away, it started working the very first day because I was making all these amazing discoveries that made me feel like the kid in the classroom raising their hand like, oh, pick me. I know this. I know this. <laughs> it was so it, was, it, it worked. And I was delighted. And I have been doing that for a few years. And I finally said, you know what? This really works. I've got to share this with people. Well, what, what's your favorite carol? Which, what carol moves you the most? Oh, uh, Good King Wenceslas is my all-time favorite, and the close second is I Heard the Bells on Christmas Day. What's your favorite? Uh, Away in a Manger. <laughs> oh, I know. It's so sweet, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And to me, I'm going to get choked up. See, it really it, – because it, it's the reason for the season. And right. it's really about him, and it connects me to the whole point. 
And that's oh, one yeah. of the reasons why, why I love it because, you know, we, we, we can get caught up and myself in shopping or this or that. Um, mm-hmm. but, but it's, it's, it takes me right back to really what it's about. There mm-hmm. has been many people said that because it's about Jesus and in religious, in a religion that there's a move, a, a war on Christmas. Have you experienced that as you're going around doing caroling? Cause you're doing this in New York city. What are your thoughts on the war on Christmas? Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, well in New York city, of course, it's one of the most diverse cities in the world. And my caroling group, there's about 30 of us every year from the Broadway community. We reflect the city. It's a diverse group of carolers. They're, they're Broadway trained. They're from the musical theater schools. Um, but you know, of course we've got Christian carolers, but we also have Jewish carolers, Buddhist carolers, at least one atheist caroler. And the thing is, we all recognize this palpable spirit of the season, and we treasure it. We hold ourselves accountable to the, the, the hallmarks of Christmas spirit, and, and, and we love it. And we, we feel like when we're out caroling, we are actually spreading that. And here in New York City, we have a very diverse group of people that live here or are traveling from other countries. And I'll tell you, we bring them all together to carol with us. With, we've got Christian carols, and we've got people who are not Christians singing those carols. We also have a whole Hanukkah section, and we've got non-holiday specific music. You know, I just gave a TEDx talk about, it's called, Can Carols Lead, Can Caroling Lead to World Peace? And that should come out in January on the, on the channel. But the thing is, it's been proven that singing together um, in a group mm-hmm. creates peace. It's a peace-building tool. So we, we have people give us all sorts of different holiday greetings, and we give all sorts of holiday greetings. I mean, people can wish me a happy Tuesday, and I'm like, <laughs> thank you. That's nice. Right. You know? But I, we, we are not experiencing the war on Christmas that I do hear people mention. I, you know, I haven't mentioned, heard it mentioned this month. Until today. So I, I, I was hoping nice. that maybe that would sort of calm down a little bit. Well, good. Well, and I think clearly your approach would, would help with that when you've got mm-hmm. – it's, it's not, you know, you've got, you know, secular songs and Hanukkah songs mm-hmm. built in. And, and there is just something about, like last night when the procession came down the street outside mm-hmm. the, the party I was at, when you just hear music – you're so right about music touching mm-hmm. our souls. Right. You know, we, it's like we were wired – uh, to to be affected by music, and that's one of the 100%. reasons why it just really is. Is I I have very specific hymns that I want to hear when I go to church, you know. Right. Uh, and I'm not so big on the praise music, but it really that is a moment where you know you just feel you're just at peace uh, when right. you. Hear- there's a vibration mm-hmm. about it, and there's a, even more of a vibration when we make music or sing with other people. And there's also the sense memory aspect from, you know, our childhood memories of, of how we felt during the seasons, you know, just all that wonderful uh, spirit and cheer. And there's just more love during mm-hmm. the season. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I would imagine that some nights you would go out that maybe you've had a hard day. Is it, is it tough when you're in a not great place emotionally to have to go out and sing these kind of songs? You know, surprisingly, no, it's not, because I can wake up in a bad mood. I can be in a bad mood, you know, driving to the event. But once you're there and you're singing this music with other people, you just you can't stay in a bad mood. It's just I have found it impossible in my experience. So I recommend to anybody, if you're in a bad mood, start to sing. It actually will lift you up, and especially if it's there's so, certain songs – Certain music has a higher vibration, you know, yeah. more inspirational, just more lofty. And, and a lot of these carols are those. And so yeah. I, I truly recommend. I mean, the, what I put myself on this studying the carols, that's a quiet. It's not like I'm saying go around singing right. <laughs> out in public carols all year long. But it's a quiet, introspective process where you're making these quiet discoveries at a time when you're not expecting anything of your Christmas spirit. You're not, I right. call them spirit triggers. And so that's what I really found was key to helping this work, is starting it out at earlier in the year. 
Well, you have you have a special um, gift offering to the listeners. Tell everybody about that before I have to let you go. Okay, good. Well, go to my website, www.ismileny, like New York, dot com, and go to the Defeating Scrooge tab. And under there, you, you'll be able to download. There's a couple of things you can download, but the one that you might want right away is it's a Carol book, and you can download it. You'll just it'll show you how to do it on the website and you'll download it and make as many copies as you want for whatever gathering you're having. It's the lyrics to, to several of these carols that I I studied, but it's got a historical fact at the beginning of it. So you can really introduce the carol. And then at the Uh, bottom of it, we are, we, the show is about to go go to a hard close, but everybody, I will make sure that that information is on the, is on my Facebook for everybody to download that. And thank you so much for being here. Renee Baker. Thank you. Pleasure. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. All right. Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week. Hero is Donald Trump. Stink of the Week. Are we done? Oh, Stink of the Week is uh, the Republicans that didn't step up for President Trump. Love you all. Have a very Merry Christmas. Thank you. Good night.